The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, look at that. We're coming up on uh, 338 here on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. Uh, Jaylen Nye taking personal day today. Kelsey Campbell filling in. Uh, and by the way, before I get on to this, it's pretty interesting. And you're going to want to, if you're on Instagram, you're probably going to check out this account that I'm about to tell you about. But uh, on the matter that we uh, were talking about just prior to the break, the two 10-year-olds that were pushing people over in a schoolyard in the $600,000 lawsuit, uh, most parties are saying that the reason for the lawsuit is that there is insurance that's typically included with your homeowner's insurance and or the school will have insurance and that the lawsuit is meant to trigger that insurance policy. So that's why they do it. But still, I, I think the right thing to do Personally, if I found out that my child had hurt somebody, would be to offer to cover their medical bills or to, you know, just take care of whatever out-of-pocket expense you had as a result. But at the end of the day, it's kids horsing around on a playground. People get hurt, right? And Literally every day a child gets hurt on a playground. Right. And that's the way it is. Uh, okay, so this instead, because we've been talking about all, in all the time Jaylen and I and I have been together, one of the topics that gets the most interaction with our listeners and one that we just enjoy doing is people behaving badly on airplanes. <laughs> so when I saw this article, I couldn't wait uh, for Jay to be back to, to want to do it with you, Kelsey. It's an Instagram account. Now, here's how it started. Uh, a woman by the name of Sean Kathleen became so annoyed by rude customers while working as a flight attendant. Uh, now, this is down in the United States. She started writing about them in a blog. And the reaction to her stories were that a lot of people didn't believe them to be true. So she started posting photographs instead so that people could see that she's not making this up. Now, in about 2013, she was fired from the airline. Now, the reason was not given um, that because she had this blog, but she suspects that the airline who employed her found out she had a blog and fired her for that reason. So what she did instead, she kind of doubled down. She started a passenger shaming Instagram account. The Instagram site is called Passenger Shaming. It has over half a million followers. And you know how it works with Instagram. You're always posting a picture and a brief explanation. So she just encourages people to post their pictures of people behaving badly on airplanes. And I don't know if you've been to the site, but... I am a follower. <laughs> it, uh, as am I. There are some incredible pictures that if you thought from her blog, <laughs> you know, that there's no way that that, no, there's the pictured, the photographic proof. Um, contributors are from air travelers, other flight attendants. They're from around the world. Uh, and they include, they include pictures like passengers making out in their seats, mm -hmm. clipping nails and nose hair. Oh, come on. Tossing garbage on the floor, flying shirtless, watching pornography on their electronic <laughs> devices. Okay, that's just awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> just... You that's... always, when somebody pulls out a device, right? Don't you always sort of peek over to see what they're up to? Yes. So you know that passengers beside you and behind you are going to know that you're watching an adult movie. I'm just wondering what the goal is there when you're... Anyway. I Is that sort of a, I don't know, icebreaker? <laughs> well, I quite enjoy walruses, too. I don't... How does that... I don't, oh. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Oh, yeah. I just, just want to say, so we can kind of paint the picture of some of this behaving badly. Yes. And then we'd love to hear if you've either been one of these people or if you've seen ridiculous things. When you talk about being shirtless on a plane... 
the one of the most popular pictures on there, and I, I love it, is a rather hairy man fast asleep on laying across several seats, completely shirtless. Nice. Just out, but decided he was most comfortable without a shirt on. Well, and it's funny because her blog... So I went back. Her blog doesn't exist anymore, but there's a way to find it. There's a website called The End of the Earth or something, and you can find old blogs. So I went back and looked at her old blog in which she told stories that I think are actually better than the pictures because they really go into detail. You know exactly what's going on. But one of her stories was a guy who came bolting up the aisle because another passenger had had a heart attack. So two flight attendants are working... Um, on on uh, the passenger, helping them. The pilot is attempting to get the plane rerouted somewhere to get him immediate medical attention. And this guy comes bolting up the aisle to ask if it's possible to get a drink. <laughs> Just because the aisle's blocked. When you're thirsty. Right. You are thirsty. A heart attack can wait. Just... And I almost saw something like that on a flight I was on where a guy... It was Vancouver just a few months ago where a guy had a heart attack and oh my goodness that's quite the picture a guy had a heart attack or he thought the other passengers around him thought he did he passed out so he went all white and he just sort of slumped over in his seat oh god yeah and he was in the window uh, seat so the guy in the middle jumped up like rang the flight attendant button and pulled the button and and yelled you know i think he's having a heart attack and Two guys go flying down the aisle. Like, I mean, they were fast. One was a first responder, a firefighter from Fort McMurray. And the other was a guy who I'd noticed when he was getting on the plane. He was wearing, like, um, you know, a basketball jersey with no shirt, so his armpits were exposed. And he had a big beard and bushy hair. And um, he came flying up as well. And I don't want to judge anybody by the, by the cover. By the cover. It sounds like you're being pretty judgmental. Well, it turns out I was right. Because the first guy, the, the firefighter, he immediately, was he dressed as a firefighter? Like, no, but I, I found. Gear I, I learned later that he was tank. a firefighter because uh, they announced actually to thank him, a Fort McMurray firefighter, and the the whole cabin gave him a round of applause. <laughs> but the first thing he did was got those two out of the aisle, like just or out of the seats, right? Like, and it was very commanding. Like you know, you can just imagine a first responder sort of goes into that that gear clicks in, and he was just like out, and he got those two out. He got him laying down, and then I couldn't see what he was doing at that point. But the second guy who came running up came up to get a picture. <laughs> right there. Yeah, like he just ran up and put it and and just put his phone up, like he wanted to get a picture or video of it. And the flight attendant, and rightfully so, put her hand on his chest and moved him backwards. My goodness. Yeah, like we need room to work. Sir. Now, when you said you couldn't see what the firefighter was doing, mm-hmm. is there any chance he was just feeling all of his pockets to find that wallet? It's possible. Oh, it's a lost cause. It's, <laughs> you know, that would be the most negative spin you could possibly put on that story. But yeah, that's possible. <laughs> and in the end, by the way, he wasn't having a heart attack. Um, just needed a nap. He had apparently had quite a few drinks the night before, and he was just sort of not fully rested. So he just sort of collapsed, I guess, because he was getting his own baggage when we got to Vancouver so he was fine and I heard him talking to his friend who had come to the airport to meet him as to what had happened so I sort of garnered the the story but yeah it was pretty cool and the firefighter by the way stayed with him for the rest of the flight so he switched seats with somebody else and I think he was traveling with his wife so he left his wife with a stranger so he could be there in case it got more all that wife is thinking she's not choked that he's not sitting that is one of the sexiest thing a, a man a man can do is just take control of a situation and get in there Okay, we're moving on. Is anyone else? See how I took control of that situation there? Let's 
So yeah, some of the things that they that the uh, on Instagram, but some of the pet peeves of this. And again, we're interested in what you've seen on airlines at six thirty, six thirty. And I hadn't really thought about this one, but I've certainly seen it before. Is people who change babies on the table and then leave the diaper in the little pocket in the front of them, keeping in mind that your food's going to go on that table, your drink, your hands, your electronic, like, and the table does not get scrubbed down and sterilized between every flight. I, I always wonder that. Even putting your head back on the seat. Like, people who have greasy hair or if they have lice or yeah. all of these gross things. I just ruined everyone who's flying away right. on a beautiful vacation. You're not going to want to touch anything. There was a time, I'm old enough to remember, when the headrests had little claws on them. And when they groomed the plane, they would replace those claws. And I'm sure at some point they realized how much money they were spending on throwing out claws or, or laundering them. So they stopped doing it. But, yeah, there was a time when really? the airline acknowledged that that was probably a problem and took action to stop it. But, yeah. Um, some bad ones. And you asked me if I've ever seen any of these things. And, and I have one that I want to tell you. But there's no picture of it, but it happened. And I want to know what yours are as well. All right. Welcome back to the 630 Chat Afternoon News. Kelsey Campbell sitting in for Jay Lynn and I. We've been talking about passengers on planes behaving poorly. And specifically, uh, this uh, Instagram site, Passenger Shaming. You brought it up on your phone. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. Can I even say in, in describing the picture that I showed you on the air? Sure. There was a I'm wo- not sure what I was what I was looking at there. Oof, it's good. I was, uh, I was, it was, a, flight, a flight attendant took this picture. It's a girl mm-hmm. in a really cute little summer dress um, who didn't wear underwear, and she sprawled out <laughs> on all three seats because mm. she had no one beside her, and uh, her legs kind of fell open. And, yeah, forgot the underwear. She's all there. So they put a little Mexican taco emoji over top of Well, yeah. Couch. Let's have a little decorum here. Ooh. Hello. How do you, how do you, I, how do you not know that's happening? <laughs> some of the picture, uh, some of the uh, pet peeves of many of the uh, airline employees who uh, have contributed pictures to the site, leaving a diaper in a drinking glass, um, photos of other gross objects uh, have left behind on their seats, including a used condom. <clears throat> Excuse me, a used condom, false teeth, urine in a bottle, and there's tons of pictures of inappropriate places that chewing gum has been left. I've, I know Jay ran into that herself. She reached under the seat to get her purse and came back out with this big wad of gum attached to both her purse and her hand. Oh. Yeah, that was on her last trip. And when asked for her worst experience with passengers, she tells the story of a man who set off the plane's smoke detector while in the lavatory. When she confronted him, she discovered that instead of a cigarette, he was actually smoking crack cocaine. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. That's perfect. (laughs) That's... And, you know, there's a theory on this, too, that I read, that because uh, air travel used to be such an exclusive event, that it was something that most people couldn't afford or something that you could only afford to do once in a while, that it was this special occasion when you did. So you dressed up nicely, um, you dressed the kids nicely, you packed wisely. um, You know, if you could afford the flight, you could afford the matching luggage or the the carry-on or whatever, and that it's become so affordable. Oh, Um, you're saying you're tired of all the riffraff. Yeah, to, yeah but the, not my theory. This is a theory that I read, that uh-huh. now everybody can fly. And uh, speaking on behalf of a friend. Again, no, I read, <laughs> it was a study. I saw it. I can't, you know, quote the reference, but I did read it in anticipation of this conversation. And they actually drew the parallel between planes now becoming what buses used to be. 
and that the buses have tried to do the opposite now and make it a higher end experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you gotta know, wear a tux to get on city transportation. No, but not city transportation. But Red Arrow, for example, has snacks and uh, beverages, and they have a movie playing, and That's the, a nice the time. seats are comfortable and that kind of thing. So they're sort of going the other way with their marketing. But planes have become. See, they've gotten rid of the riffraff. Sent them to the plane. Well, I guess so. I mean, you can fly down in about the same time. Can I just point out the guy who's saying you need to dress up? You're wearing a hoodie, mm. as you do every day. Listen, I'm quoting somebody else's theory. Listen I'm not here, saying... Listen here, riffraff. Right. No, I'm very <laughs> riffraffy. There's no question about it. And and to be honest with you, I don't dress up that much for a plane, but I do conduct myself accordingly when on an aircraft. And I said, I'll tell you what I ran into. And there's no way I could post a story of this or a picture of it. But it was on our last listener trip, and it was on the way back. Now you're calling out Ched listeners. This was not a okay. Ched listener. Trust me. <laughs> okay. And there was a... a a man, a wife, and their adult son. And the three of them had the three seats in front of Carol and I and one of our listeners. And one of them, hard to tell which one, was just passing really bad gas, like so bad. You know, and hey, accidents happen, or I understand, you know, seatbelt signs on whatever. Jalen told you that that chicken didn't sit well. It was not me, and it was just (laughs) the whole flight, and it was so, it was so bad that we were literally the three of us were gagging we thought we were going to throw up it was so bad now there's no way and like i say the first one's an accident the second one's pushing your luck but by the time we're three hours into a flight like come on I mean, go to the, <laughs> go, to the go to the bathroom, or walk up the aisle Something. and gas someone else. Right, because that plane air just doesn't <laughs> it's go anywhere. It's right, it's a petri dish. It just exactly just recycles itself around. It was so bad that when we got off the plane, <laughs> exactly, we all smelled like. <laughs> this guy's stuff. The door open, the green gases. It was escape. horrible. It was horrible. And, 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 and you know, you want to, and we vocally. Have you, okay. We said, just, who, whoever's get, doing that, we, I said it out loud. Whoever's doing that, stop. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> let's get, let's get real for a second. Okay. Have you ever, on a plane. Passed wind? Yes. No. Liar, you're have smiling. Not. I would, I'm not smiling. <laughs> Never have I done He's that. smirking a little. I'm not a smirking either. I'm upset. I'm like a monkey. I show my teeth before I bite. No, no, like I have not. Like your cat monkey? Has your I have cat not done monkey that. ever? No. I've gone to the bathroom if I've had to go to the bathroom. Okay. I was very sick on a flight back from Greece okay. one time. Yeah, now we're getting into details. Right. And I spent most of the flight in the bathroom I for didn't that mean reason. to offend you. Okay. In asking if you... Okay. Well, it's one thing to have somebody recline their seat a little bit on you. That That's an invasion of space. But to be able to... You know, smell everything. Like I was. I thought mine was bad, but well, what's yours? Well, I was that person. Oh my god, with are bad you serious behavior. right now? Not passing gas. Oh, okay. Never. Um, women don't do that. Uh, they fluff. I know. <laughs> I uh, we had we had flown to Kelowna and back, and on the way to Kelowna, uh, my husband was in the middle seat, mm-hmm. and I I, I, really? I always lean on him and like sleep, and I th- th- before we're even up off the ground and. When we land, I always wake up with the bump. I'm asleep before we've left. Um, and so I always sleep on him. And he was in the middle seat on the way there. And on the way back, he was across the aisle from me. But when I dozed off, I thought that he was beside me. And I woke up with my head in the lap of this lovely older gentleman. And as I lifted my head up, I lock eyes with his very frustrated wife. She was just glaring lasers through me. That's the point at which you don't flinch. You look him right in the eye and you say, we doing this or what? 
<laughs> the 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.